Yo fam, what's up? Welcome back to Lightweights. My name is Ilya, that's Joe, and yes, we have come back. We are not dead. Our New Year's was great. Our Christmas was great. Our Hanukkah was fantastic. And now we're here. We're back to bless your your souls. Do you know why today is special? No. Do you have any idea? Tell me. Have you looked at the calendar? Today's our two-year anniversary? Exactly two years ago today, we posted our very first podcast. And here we are, 140-something episodes later. Wait, that's crazy. Two years. Wow, man. So much has changed. So much has happened. I'm, I, I want to say I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for this podcast. So am I. And, you know, even though we can't even get the light to turn on... <laughs> our only logo that we have in the entire room uh-huh and we can't even get that to turn on even though we can't do that stuff right i still love you man i still love you what yeah. are some of your highlights from this podcast um well big bear has got to be one of them that was definitely a trip yeah that was like two years ago next week getting the boat was definitely a waste of money that was the biggest waste also, of money we've had the billboard that's probably still up that was the best <laughs> investment we ever made ever made yeah um, how much was that billboard I think like 1800 or something like that. And that was up for like two years. Remember when we were going hard on that? Like, dude, that was the best. Guerrilla marketing shit. We had the benches. Mm -hmm. I still regret not getting the dividers in grocery stores. I wish we were on those. On the, on the, uh, on the grocery carts? <laughs> the grocery carts too, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish we did that. But we still can. We can. We're not going to. We're not going to, but we can. Yeah, I mean, anything's possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> Yeah, man. Do you Any think we'll last another two years? No. What? No. no stop. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Okay. Uh, here uh, I mean, here's the thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a lot going on in my life. Oh, my God. If I'm going to proceed with this, I'm going to invest my own money into it. Build really? a dope studio. Oh, fuck yeah. Listen, build a dope <laughs> studio. Because here's the thing, like, no matter how much I don't want to do the podcast, I love doing the podcast, <laughs> like, in some weird, twisted way. I just, what I don't know what the fuck it is, like, I'm not even, enter I'm not even trying to entertain anybody, like, I'm just talking to you. Yeah. That's why it's cool. Yeah. Like, I think that that's very rare, and that's why I wouldn't just be like, nah, fuck it, I'm done. I would invest my own money, I would, I would fucking get us a dope studio. I would get us a producer. I would get us guests. Like You should do that. Yeah, I mean, I will, but I have do to. Do it now, I, though. No, I don't want to do it now. I have to get my own shit figured out. So please stick with us for at least another six months. It'd be... Uh, oh, in six months you'll do this all? Yeah, I think so. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Six months to a year, let's just say that. But yeah, it, it'd be like the revamp of Ilya and Joe. Do you know what the Iron Man is? Yes, the race. An Iron Man is a 2.4-mile swim... 112 mile bike ride and 26.2 mile run in that order an iron man is a straight up marathon and some yeah oh yeah oh yeah dude think about that you gotta swim two point what is it 2.4 miles that sounds insane so that's okay take an olympic pool okay and, and what, if, what, what if someone's never seen an Olympic pool? I mean, imagine it's very big. Okay. <laughs> okay, a I very, can picture a big pool. It's a very big pool. <laughs> okay. And you got to swim that about 100 times back and forth. That's a lot. That's a lot. Like, 100 doesn't sound like a big number, relatively speaking, but that's a big number. The for, bike ride seems easy. 
I wouldn't call it easy because then you gotta you gotta do that right after your swim. It's not like you got a day break. Right. If I had a day break, I could definitely do the bike ride. Totally. And then after the bike ride, right into the run. Do people no break? Is this a one day event? It's about twelve hours. Fuck. Would you ever do one? Yeah, I'd like to train for one. I feel I like th- you'd have to. I think that'd be that'd be a really cool accomplishment to do an Ironman. Why are you bringing this up? Because you want to do one. I want to do one, and I want to train with somebody to do one. That'd be so sick. How about? Absolutely not. I'm not doing it with you. <laughs> Fuck that. Why? Absolutely not. You did a half marathon, and that looked awful. That was so easy. That looked like hell. Why? Because I don't run, and I don't want to run. I'll hike, climb in with you. Challenge yourself, man. Fucking, you, you're literally, your idol is Jocko. Jocko, and, bro. And Goggins. And Goggins, the <laughs> yeah, most they're... fucking badass motherfuckers on earth. Yeah, they could do it. Yeah, and you go, I don't care. I don't want to do it. <laughs> like, not, you don't even think about it. You don't even fucking put thought into it. You just go, I'm good. I'm content. Like, what kind of mindset is that, bro? I know my limits. No, not... that's not true. That's not true. If you wanted to do an Iron Man, you can do an Iron Man. You're right. If I wanted to, but what's the return? There's no return. Well, you're challenging yourself. It's, like, it's an accomplishment. It's like, what's the return for, I don't know, me fucking lifting 10 pounds more on bench press? It's an accomplishment. It's a personal record. It's it's progress. It's movement. Remember it's, when we used to eat hot chicken in my car? That was accomplishments. Listen, I'm not saying that I'm going to make you do it or that you should do it. All I'm saying is you didn't even fucking put thought into it, which blows my mind. Yeah. And again, like... If you were just like a foodie guy, like just a foodie guy, yeah. I would drop it. But you're not just a foodie guy. Like you're this like driven person that wants to do shit. And like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you look up to people that fucking run 100 miles a day. And then you just go, I don't want to do it. I just know I wouldn't be able to do it. That's not true. <laughs> you dumb fuck. No, it is. If Jocko asked me to do it, if Jocko called me right now and was like, I want to do an Iron Man with you, I'd be like, Okay, Jocko. Okay, that's fucking dramatic. But if he's not gonna call you and ask you to do a fucking Iron Man, he, he won't. I mean, I know he won't because he's got better shit to do than fucking run an <laughs> Iron Man with Joe Volpes. That's not true. Uh, okay, well, if you can do it, then God bless you. But, but I fucking doubt it. Do are we missing the middle camera? I just realized I had to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, it's in the bathroom. Okay, okay, nice. I'm doing this new thing where I wave to random people as if I know them. That's so funny. I do that too. No, it's hilarious. And I do it all confidently. Like I'll be like, <laughs> just someone completely random. And I did it the other day with Alex in the car. And I was like, I was making a turn. I was in my car. And I look over to the lady on the sidewalk and I'm like, and she, she's on the phone. She's like, <laughs> it's just like the the the, uh, the reaction that you get from people when you like overconfidently wave at them like a hundred percent like I know you like you're crazy not me the reactions are fucking priceless because it's like okay well I must know that guy you know I can't wait for you to keep doing it and you someone builds a relationship with you in their head and then you guys become friends and then they do it to you and then you do it back to them and then before you know it you guys are hanging out so did i know you <laughs> before you're gonna do it to the wrong person too it's gonna and be like two years down the line i'm like no i had no idea who you were <laughs> i'm excited for you to do it to like a gang member or a drug yeah <laughs> gang member drug dealer some kind of guy that's a threat hey why are you throwing up gang signs fool <laughs> no just saying hello i know you i know you we met remember i take it too far i'm at his i'm at his house Eating dinner with his family. <laughs> this I, is I, I guess I, I like triple down. I become a gang member. 
<laughs> I just see bad things coming from this. I'm really excited for it. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it at least once a week to someone random. Did you you went to Mexico? Did you see any of the violence happening down there? No, there's violence in Cabo. Oh, I don't, I don't know where it's happening. That's the most white thing to say ever. Did you did you see that stuff in Mexico that happened? That crime? <laughs> that violent shooting stuff? They're shooting at the border. I don't even doubt it, bro. Mexico's a big fucking country. That's like a Mexican saying, did you see that shit that happened in the U.S.? Yeah, US it's the same is a, thing. It's the exact same thing. It's, it, there's nothing wrong with what I, I said. I was in Cabo, though. I don't know where that is. Okay, well, why don't you just be like, were you near? That's what I said. No, you said, did you hear about the violence that happened? Actually, you even said it more vaguely than that. I said, I, I, mm, you make me so mad. It doesn't matter. What happened? It doesn't matter. What I was Cabo. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. There was a ton of violence. <laughs> <laughs> we got in a shootout at the club. <laughs> the, how was no, it? What did you guys so, do? It was, Cabo is interesting because I've never been there, but I've been to Cancun and Riviera Maya, which is on the other side of Mexico. And when I got to Cabo, you get there. It, it's like this weird mix of – this is Cabo. So there's Cabo San Jose and Cabo San Lucas. I think. Yeah, there's two. There's two. But So we went to, I, I think, San Lucas. Yeah, San Lucas. And it – it's like a mix between Phoenix, like Scottsdale, Miami, and Mexico. Oh, it's wow. really cool. It's very modernized. It's very made for people like of LA, you know, because that's like the destination. If anybody's going to Mexico, it's most likely Cabo from Los Angeles, at least. And yeah, it's just like it felt very safe. You can walk up and down the streets. I fucking it was super clean. Good food. <clears throat> amazing food. I mean, granted, we went to, like, the best places, but this place called Chambo was, like, right near our, our hotel. The most interesting, ex- like, restaurant experience I have ever had. The food was phenomenal, like, amazing. There was entertainment. There would be, like, at first, it's, like, a it's a fashion restaurant. So they have a boutique in the restaurant, and they show off the clothes. Oh, wow. And it's they have like a fashion show every like thirty minutes, so people like girls, like pretty girls, come out and like fucking model the clothes, right? While you're just eating, dinner. while you're eating dinner. Oh wow! It's like a full on show, and every time someone gets a bottle, they shut the lights down. Like, have you ever been to Rainforest Cafe where they bring out the lava cake? Yeah, same concept. Okay, right? So they shut down the lights, music starts blasting. I just want to say, Rainforest Cafe is so underrated. So underrated. It's the best. It's yeah. It's You're, amazing. I and then the mist shut- starts coming on, and there's monkeys and leopards. Incredible idea. Anyways, awesome fucking restaurant. Amazing. It was a, a great time. But I will say, we were there for seven days, bro. That's fucking four days too long. You like, were there way too long. It should have been the 30th, the 31st, the 1st, and then we should have bounced the second. Did you really go for Natalie? For you, you yeah, were like but, shadowing her? But the thing is, like, I was with her family, so it was very difficult. I mean, she, like, did behave for the most part, but... It's very difficult for me to be like, you can or cannot eat that. I, I, I don't want to be like that dude. Right. But at the same time, like, there is a goal to accomplish. And she's on her last week. So she, I mean, anyways. What was the best thing there? You went on a boat? I didn't go on a boat. You didn't I, go? I, I guess seasick. So I didn't go. But <clears throat> you do any activities? Parasailing? No. Um, I'm good. <laughs> Nope. I was pretty much in my room on the laptop the whole time. No, actually, I didn't work. Like, I probably, that entire vacation, 
I worked for a total maybe of six hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was insane. You were fun, Ilya? Yeah, like somewhat. Had I known, mm-hmm. that would have been cool. Yeah, so it was it was great. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game, but guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying, and with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's the Joe Guarantee. It was great. Yeah, I discovered that I can do cool shit with my beard because it's the only place uh, on my head that has hair. Like, I- I'm I'm like obsessed with like beard designs now. It's really weird. Are you going to start doing anything wacky? No, nothing wacky, but I will be growing it out. Like a lot, you know. Oh, it looks very trim right now. Yeah, it is. When I Facetimed you, was that your your barber? Yeah, that's who you go to every time. Every time. What's her name? Karen. You like her? Yeah, she's great. She like really, dude. I'm not exaggerating when I say this. It takes a full hour, a full sixty minutes for her to trim my beard. Cause she, she are you go, serious? She goes in on it. Yeah, she goes in. Like, I've had people trim my beard that takes them 15 minutes, maybe, if that. She fucking, like, goes in. I mean, it looks incredible. Uh, Yeah, she she does, like, the best job. Can I see your hair? (laughs) Okay. I wasn't expecting it. It it just, like, poofed out like a toupee. (laughs) Are you wearing a toupee? No, I'm not wearing a fucking toupee. Okay, it was just a question. Anyways, this is supposed to be a positive comment. This 
reinforcement towards myself. Now. Okay, because last time you found my gray hairs on my beard, so I feel like you need a little knocking down. I did make fun of your gray hairs, but they're you deserve- sexy. They're salt and pepper. I don't think so. A lot of people think it's sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Name name two. Okay, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I haven't asked because all I need is her opinion. Okay, it's just one person. Yep, that's all I need. <laughs> okay, cool. Great. As long as she says it, then it's all good. Are you gonna do like zigzags and stuff? No, I'm not fucking riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if people would start taking you more seriously, especially when you do business meetings and Zoom calls with new people. It no. is ill. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't think I'm, I'm ever going to go clean shaven again. I was thinking about doing it just to see what it looks like. Really? Yeah, because when I haven't done it in like five years. Mm. No, that's not true. You were fucking clean shaven like a year ago. No, not when I used a razor and shaving cream. Maybe like once, but not like to actually <clears throat> rock it. Dude, uh, our flight... Uh, to Chicago or to Cabo got delayed and it reminded me of a story where uh, Alex and I were flying I think from like North Carolina to Los An- <clears throat> to Los Angeles and our flight was delayed like three hours and the the excuse I'm, I'm not making this up the excuse that the customer service people had was that there was a tray table broken and they couldn't get the tray table back up into its upright position and close it so Every, like, 30 minutes, they would update us about this fucking tray table. They'd be like, yeah, folks, so, so this tray table is still not able to be uh, put in its upper, upright position. We've called the engineer. He's on his way. And and everyone's looking around like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like, there's no better excuse you can think of. Yeah. You know, we're just, like, all in awe. But it was just, like, it was so funny because it would, it would come on the loudspeaker. You know, so it'd be even funnier because it'd be like, what? what is this fucking nonsense she's talking about? What tray table? What airline? And then she'd say the row. She'd be like, tray table in 34E. <laughs> You're looking at your ticket. <laughs> Fuck, that's me. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, that was the excuse for, like, fucking three hours. But they were probably just fixing up the plane somewhere else. They didn't just, they just didn't say it. In fairness, if that was my tray table, I'd ask for them to fix it. It's crazy. Maybe it was the tray table. I just don't know, like. It's probably some random feature safety precaution yeah that they're not allowed to dude okay speaking of planes i watched this fucking video the other day it's fucking insane this video portrays a flight uh sorry this video portrays an an airplane's flight pattern or flight flight path this video portrays there you go uh (laughs) this this video portrays an air this video portrays okay. a, f- a fucking Christ. <laughs> God fucking damn it. This video portrays an airplane's flight path. It's fucking insane. So this is 1997. But making a long story short, pilot goes to sleep because it's a long flight. Co-pilot comes in or substitute pilot comes in. Substitute pilot calls his kids over. This is before there was rules of who can enter the cockpit. Is it a commercial flight? Commercial flight. There's passengers. 68 people. Okay. Flying from Russia to China. Okay. Calls his kids over. Puts his daughter in the seat, in the pilot seat. I'm scared. This is 35,000 feet in the air, right? This is, it gets crazy. It's fucking insane. Turns the heading left, right? So what a heading is, is a little knob on the plane where if you turn it, the plane will literally turn left without you having to physically turn it on the wheel so 
He turns it left, and the daughter. The the, the well, he the pilot the the pilot's behind the daughter. And oh, the pilot's oh. turning it left, and the daughter's thinking that she's moving the plane right because she's young. She's like twelve years old. So then the son wants to try, right? And he's all eager, like 16-year-old guy. He's like, ah, I want to fucking do it, you know? Like imagine yourself behind a fucking cockpit wheel. Like that'd be crazy. Okay. So daughter steps out, son steps in. Dad turns, same thing, knob, heading to the right. Now the son, unlike the daughter, uses force. Oh, shit. Right. There's an explanation to all of this, and there's autopilot involved and safety features that were turned off and on, whatever the fuck. Point is, he overturns the plane. Now the plane is at a 90-degree angle. This is this is all happening within fucking two minutes. Okay. <clears throat> Plane's at a 90-degree angle. Co-pilot tries to fight the plane. Can't do it because his son is, like, freaking out and holding it, right? Because... The the both wheels are connected. It's not one wheel and the other. Both are connected. Ninety degree angle banks upside down. Upside down. This fucking plane is now, and is at a ninety degree nosedive. <gasps> I'm, and what's crazy is, I watched this uh, flight path. Yeah, and you can hear because of the uh, of the box. In the in the cockpit, you can hear them saying everything like, "Wait, why is it turning right? Wait, why is it turning right?" And the pilot's like, "I don't know." And then he's like, "Get out of the way!" Like fucking like switch, and he's like, "Fucking pull up, pull up, dude!" It's fucking wild. So, anyways, planes at a ninety degree nosedive at this point. The co-pilot's not trying to fucking even this plane out, but again, due to like the autopilot and like whatever, like a whole ton of fucking shit that I don't know about. It's happening in the background. So they can't level out the plane. And because the G-forces are so high, the pilot can't switch out with the sun in time. So what ends up happening is they end up fucking crashing and dying. What? All of them. They couldn't They couldn't level out the plane in that span of time. That's so because sad. Because they, they, they couldn't switch positions. Oh, my God. It, dude, you should watch it. It's fucked. It's insane. From the time... That the sun sat in the seat to the time the plane crashed was like two and a half minutes. That's so sad. Isn't that fucking crazy how, like, just like that. That quick. Just like that. That quick. And all, everybody perished. Do Dude. you want to watch it real quick? Yeah. Did you see the Netflix documentary, Downfall? No. The It's the case against the Boeing company? Oh, you uh, should watch that. I did. I watched. I watched like uh, half of it, I think. But I, I did watch a little bit of that. Yeah. Long story short, they didn't update people about a software, and the software just malfunctions. Mm-hmm. And if you don't fix the issue within like ten or fifteen seconds, the plane just nosedives. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Watch this. I'm gonna watch the flight. I'm gonna watch the flight path video now. That video gave me so much anxiety. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, all in a matter of, what was that, two minutes, two and a half? Yeah. It's insane. It's like... While seated at the controls, the pilot's son had unknowingly partially disengaged the A310's autopilot control of the aircraft's ailerons. The autopilot then disengaged completely. Wow. That's wild. My mom used to be a flight attendant. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Arnold Schwarzenegger came in once. And she was oh, helping him. That's cool. Yeah. 
Do you have any? Do you want to transition to a fun fact to lighten sure. the mood? Oh, speaking of Cabo, they sell hard drugs over the counter. Did you know that? There's pharmacies on every corner. You can buy Adderall, Xanax, <clears throat> whatever the fuck you want. You just can't buy cocaine. That's like really the only thing, or like heroin, or like anything like that. But anything that's prescribed to you in the U.S., you can just fucking buy straight up over the counter, no questions asked. Is it just legal? Yeah. You don't need a doctor's note. Nothing. What'd you buy? I didn't buy anything. Mm. I don't. I don't do drugs, okay, man. Right. Except for Adderall, but no, <laughs> no, I didn't buy anything. That's crazy. Yeah, and there's pharmacies on every corner, and it's almost kind of like disgusting, like how freely you can just get it. <clears throat> yeah, because they know that we love that shit, America. Oh, so Americans go there to party. Yeah, and they just fucking buy a ton of drugs and they do them. It's just, it's insane. Can you get cocaine? Off the streets, yeah, but not over the counter. Are there, like, you could easily get it if you wanted? Cocaine? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we went to <clears throat> this place called Squid Row, which is, like, where all the bars are. There's, like, 50 bars there. Squid Row? Squid, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if it's a play on Skid Row or whatever, but... We get out of the cab. The person who opens the door for us is like, cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. Like, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is, do you want cocaine oh, when wow. you go to Squid Row? It's f- yeah, it was crazy. And then you bought it? Yeah, for sure. I bought that and uh, a gecko. <laughs> <laughs> Senior Frog is nice. Did you know that Chris Farley was cast as the original Shrek? Chris Farley? Mm-hmm. No. And, and he completed 85% of the dialogue before passing away in 1997. So they, so then they brought in... Mike Myers. Mike Myers to reshoot the entire thing. And Mike Myers was the one who actually decided that he should have a Scottish accent because he thought it would be better. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. <clears throat> There's actually videos on YouTube of Chris Farley talking in certain scenes that are repeated as Mike Myers scenes. Wow. And which one do you like better? If Chris Farley would have done it, we wouldn't have known any better. But it does work. It's crazy. There's scenes of him talking with Donkey. Chris Farley. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, him and Eddie Murphy between each other. Can I see your fun Shrek fact and raise you one? Sure. Did you know that Disney is acquiring the rights of the Shrek franchise for a massive $10 billion? That's fucking insane. And they're planning on building rides. About the Shrek universe there. It's so interesting because those movies were made so long ago, but they're still so relevant. And they're making more. Like, oh, they are making more Shreks? Yep. Wow. Chris Farley, man. R.I.P. I I never got into him. What? Yeah. I love him. I never watched anything with him. Do you watch SNL? Not much, but I've seen some. I did videos with Chloe Fineman. I don't know who that is. She's one of the new people on SNL. Oh, really? Yeah. But she, I used to shoot her sketch videos here in L.A., and then she got SNL, and I was like, I fucking know her. We still haven't done a Dobrik's uh, mukbang. Waiting on you, home dog. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what it's like when I do these other pizza places, and people say, wow, way to betray Dobrik's. Wow, way to backstab well, Dobrik's. Uh, my, our partner actually texted us, and he's like, yo, what the fuck is this? Shut up. No, he was kidding, obviously, but it's just funny how he That I did it? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I didn't think it was a big deal. I'm going to say something. Please, please don't. I will. <laughs> I can do a pizza place that is 3,000 miles away. I, it is completely different markets. I agree. I love Dobrik's. I'm waiting on you. I'm coming. But if you do a pizza review here in LA, I'm coming for you. Do it. And if, if I see you do anyone's, 
food reviews, I'm coming for you. Listen, I'm definitely not doing that, but <laughs> I know the gate to your garage. Just saying. Good. Yeah. Nah, I'm not even gonna. I know the gate to your garage, but I throw a rock through the window anyways, <laughs> just to make it more dramatic. I see you on my camera, <laughs> but the rock doesn't shatter the window. <laughs> it bounces back and hits the neighbor's window. <laughs> Yo, when we fucking pulled up, I thought you were gonna crash into my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You floored it at me. I'm pretty good at that, huh? Do you know what it's like being in a tiny Z4 against your giant X6? Yeah, you gotta get an X6, man. I don't know what to tell you. You would have ran the wheel into me. I would have died. Nah, you wouldn't have. A hundred percent. I was safe. We were on a slant. <laughs> You're in a fucking monster truck. I'm in a Hot Wheel. Yeah, man. We'll get a monster truck, too. You won't have that problem. I got to go. Okay, so do I. Thanks for listening to Lightweights Podcast. Love you guys. Lightweights. Out. Happy New Year.